This week on episode 67 of the Odd Dad Out podcast, I am talking summer 2017, and man, has it started with a bang. We've got record heat waves across the U.S. and Europe. Out here in Phoenix, we actually had planes left grounded at the airport from the heat, and it seriously is looking like all of this is frying some people's brain cells. This dumb crime is just ticking up like crazy. From shoplifters at Walmart to hackers in the CIA, nobody really seems to be using their brains too much right now. And finally, in recommended listening, I've actually got another weird new show kind of like this that I've been turned on to, The Crazy Town Podcast. Beginning on that old podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Welcome to the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, Adam, the Odd Dad Out, and this is the show where I share my twisted little views of things and fun little stories and weird-ass shit from the news that you may not have heard. And, of course, I wrap it all up with a featured podcast that I think you should listen to because... I like sharing what I like. Yep, that's right. It's summer. It's officially summer now. Uh, The summer solstice, the longest day of the year, the first day of summer was last week. And so, yeah, it's officially summer. As opposed to all of the crazy, it's just hot, but it's technically not summer that we were technically in before. But, yeah... I'm sure you're sitting here, is he seriously going to be talking about the weather? Yes, I'm talking about the weather because the weather has been making fucking news. Because, especially in my case, because like I said, I live out in the Phoenix metro. So, it's it's fucking hot. This is one of the hottest places, continually hottest places in the country. And, yeah, out here we get crazy stuff like, oh, it's 120 degrees outside. Now, to put into perspective, 120 degrees, for Phoenix, that's not that much hotter than normal. Uh, We don't even get a heat advisory here until you pass 110. Some people don't realize that's actually a temperature that the air can exist at. But, yeah, that's, that's kind of the deal out here. It's summer in Arizona. If it's not 110, don't, don't be crying. But that's, that's kind of our limit. Like once you pass 110, then you can complain. Before that, stop bitching you live in Phoenix. And I give people shit about that every year. It's like especially the guys I work with, because they all seem to be a bunch of damn sissies about heat. Uh, my wife is a freaking Eskimo. She has no tolerance for heat. She, she'd live in a freaking igloo if she had the option. But, yeah, I, I, I don't understand anybody who's out here who lives in Phoenix and complains about the heat. My, uh, my kind of adopted sister, Old family friend, she actually, I saw a post she put up on, on Facebook, and it was just an Arizona flag. It says, if you can't take me at 120, you don't deserve me at 65. Kind of a big middle finger to all the snowbirds that come out here and like, oh, they come out and live out here in the winter where it's in the 60s. And because their other home in the winter is in the zeros. Don't. Don't come out here and don't, you know, you're, you're stealing our, half our good weather and you're clogging up my roads. 
Get the fuck out. Because you live in the desert. You're voluntarily living in the desert. So you have to understand that means it's going to be fucking hot. The side, the pavement's going to, to smolder. You're, you should never go outside without shoes past eh, March. But it, it has been a little uh, extreme lately. I'm not going to lie. It, like I said, it, our, our heat wave right now has actually been making news. Uh, just this, this last week, we actually had what I believe was actually a, a record set. Because we had four straight days with temperatures uh, over 115. I think they were like between 115 and 120 for four days straight last week. Which, I'll admit, pretty hot. It is. It was a, I'm not going outside to mow the yard today because I think the lawnmower might explode. Or I don't think I'll be able to actually hold the handles on the lawnmower. Because I, I sacrificed my, my yard gloves for uh, grill gloves because I use big log chunk charcoal and you have to kind of manually maneuver that. And charcoals, it, it gets messy and eh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, 104 days between 115 and 120. People are literally cooking, making cookies on their dashboard. It's not a joke. People actually fucking do that. Because it gets that hot. You can actually put a big, like a tray of a cookie sheet with cookie dough on it. Set it in your front windshield, like on the, the dash of your car. You know, like Start your day, go to work, leave them there. You come back at the end of your workday, you got a tray of cookies. Fully cooked. Literally. Not a joke. People do shit like that out here because you can. Good old fashioned frying an egg on the sidewalk. But it, it's been funny because, because we had this extended heat, uh, like things have been all over the news, like how the weather maps nearly ran out of colors. We're like, what the fuck do you mean run out of colors? You know how on the weather map it's got the little, the gradient scale of colors to denote how hot, like the, te- the temperatures in different areas. Well, we're, we're basically, we almost are white. It's, it, the map is almost just black and white because they ran out of the color scale. And it's like kind of a purplish hue, I guess you could say. But yeah, there's not much to it. It's just a big blob of fucking hot right over (laughs) the the whole Phoenix metro area. And for the most part, the whole state. Uh, I mean, it's been so hot out here this week. That a lot of the airlines out here at Sky Harbor actually had to cancel uh, flights. And I didn't, I, I kind of knew this was a thing. I didn't realize it was that bad. But the way the, the way the city is designed, the city of Phoenix is basically sits, and I always talk about being in the valley, but the city sits in the valley and we're pretty much entirely ringed by different mountains, which means that you have a lot of interesting weather patterns, you could say. If you've ever flown into to Denver, I guess, I've heard Denver is a really tough city to fly into because it like kind of sits in a bowl like that. You have to go straight up and straight down flying in and out. Well, Phoenix is in a very similar situation. Not straight up or straight down, but you've got to go over the mountains. And with all the high heat in the valley, you hit those mountains and the jet stream and, and you get those crazy thermals. 
and basically all of the wind and all the weather inside hits the mountains, jets up, and you get these extreme, like, uh, high heat, high pressure gusts that just fuck you up, and flying in and out of Phoenix is incredibly rough. Well, couple that with temperatures over 120, and suddenly you have planes that can't fly. Because, you know, lesson on how planes work, you know, with the, when temperatures get too hot, the air pressure, like the air itself gets lighter, the air gets thinner, suddenly there's not enough force. Like the air pressure is so low that the planes can't get any lift. They need to go a lot faster, which means they need more fuel, which means they may not actually be able to take off or sustain their flight. So, like, I, they ended up canceling 40-something flights over a few days, over like two days. I didn't even hear the final count because, I mean, it, the temperatures for that long, was, yeah. but like the first two days of this where we were topping 120, they were like, uh, all of these flights and this, 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 they're canceled. Like, why? Because they might not be able to take off. Like, if temperatures reach 120 today, these planes can't take off. And, I mean, it has to do with all the aerodynamic stuff. And, hey, the runway's not maybe long enough for them to get enough speed to get lift. Which, hey, you don't have enough runway, you're really screwed. But then there's also kind of the, they, they talk about kind of an urban myth, never been confirmed, but about the runways being so hot because it is black asphalt that the runway is getting so hot that the asphalt softens and the weight of the planes, the planes sink into the asphalt. I don't know. And you know, you'd hear, you'd think that it might be like, Oh, the rubber on the tires melts. And that's kind of crazy. That's not, but the asphalt getting that soft actually happens. And it happens. I've talked about, when they repave the roads outside my house, everything out here is paved in essentially like cooled, like just poured asphalt. It's not, we don't have concrete roads. It's all it's essentially liquid asphalt that is cured. Just kind of the, the air exposure hardens it. Well, you, you tack on four days of 120 heat and suddenly that starts softening up. And suddenly when you pull into your driveway, you've got, you know, you're leaving uh, asphalt and you're leaving tar marks on your driveway. And there's kind of grooves developing in the roads and things like this. We'll tack on a plane that weighs 10 tons or however the fuck much. I don't know how much a plane weighs. But tack on a plane on that same type of surface that... Asphalt. I mean, it's, it's going to be a lot thicker and all that than what's on my sitting outside my house. But yeah, you add all that in there and all that weight on a similar type of surface, it's still going to get soft and a lot more weight. It's gonna, I think it, it's going to sink. So suddenly you might have grooves in the pavement in the, in the, the what's runway. Yeah, that thing. I've said the word multiple times and I just suddenly blanked it. I don't know why. But yeah, you suddenly, your runway isn't long enough or suddenly your runway is, is kind of trying to hold on to you a bit. And never mind the 
yeah, high heat might actually blow the tires. And I'm sure they have like contingency plans for that. But I actually heard a story where they were talking about like trying to figure out, hey, what like can these planes and checking like the different models? Because I mean, there's so many different types of planes and some of the smaller planes and bigger planes and all this. But it's like, are you a 777 or are you a Cessna? <laughs> you know, um, yeah, but they were looking at the, the charts to see, Hey, what are the operating conditions and how much runway do you need? And like, how fast do you have to be going to take off? And they were a little concerned because they're like, okay, well, our chart doesn't go up as high as the temperature is going to be. No shit. They're like looking at a, hey, there's the chart. And if the temperature is up to this high, then you need this much runway and you need this much speed to get lift. And the chart stops at 120. Well, on Wednesday, it was 122, I believe. So they were like, "Uh, theoretically, we can take off, but we don't really know. (laughs) And that's a scary fucking time. But with that uncertainty, they canceled a lot of smaller planes. Like the great big planes, like your your big 747s and the really big passenger planes still were able to take off. They've got a higher operating temperature. But a lot of them were like, yeah, we can't operate above 110. We, we can't go fast enough to get lift above 110. But yeah, crazy. It's just fucking crazy. That I, I couldn't believe that it was that hot. Well, I mean, I lived, the hottest day in Phoenix was 122, and I would think it was back in 90. Like, I was like five, six years old. I remember it. It was like right after kindergarten. I fucking remember a lot of bullshit. But yeah, I remember there were people, like they were this last week, going out, literally frying eggs on the asphalt, because you can, because hot black tar gets, it's a lot more than the 120 outside. Uh, yeah, don't touch it barefoot, that's instantly second degree burns, you're blistering, they're popping, and you're, the bottom of your feet are gone, just staying. But it's funny thinking about that then and then thinking about it now, like I have lived through some of the hottest bullshit here. (laughs) Meanwhile, like I said, Europe is going through a heat wave right now. Now they don't have 120 degree temperatures, but for, you know, England and France and, and most of Europe being like in the eighties is fucking hot. That is completely unheard of for them. And I guess out there, they're having a lot of issues with clothes because of just the formality of things, I guess, and their sort of customs. A lot of places... Now, again, I'm coming from, you know, southwest of the United States where it's always hot, where shorts are an always kind of thing, where people wear shorts and people go swimming in the winter jump over to Europe where it's not really like that. And even when I lived in Texas, shorts were not allowed, like in school. We weren't allowed to wear shorts in school. Jump over to Europe where the culture is so much different. Shorts are just outright, you in any sort of official capacity, shorts are no. That's just a big fat no with 10 exclamation points. Well, they're going through heat waves there, and I, I know like in the, the northeastern U.S., they're going through heat waves right now that 
it's just they aren't accustomed to that sort of heat. So they're like, hey, we want to wear shorts. It's fucking hot. Uh, well, no. It's kind of seems to be the deal. Um, there's actually a, a prep school in England and I missed the city because in England, the names of a lot of cities have weird names, but there was a big group of boys that, and this is kind of the theme I'm going with here, but because sh- uh, shorts are banned, they're kind of loopholing this and you couldn't get away with this in the States because they, man, they, everyone litigates the shit out of everything, but they're basically taking the loophole of, yeah, boys aren't allowed to wear shorts. Well, the uniform allows skirts. It doesn't specify that it has to be for girls. So at a prep school in England, around 50 boys chose to come to school wearing skirts to protest the fact that they, they were not allowed to wear shorts as in their school uniform. They're in... They're like, nope, it's pants, that's it. You know, your, your uniform shirt, your uniform tie, your uniform slacks, and that's it. But the girls were allowed to wear, uh, skirts. They were like, well, that's kind of fucked up. The girls are allowed to wear skirts that they have cooling leg space. They're, that's not fair to us guys. Why do we have to sweat it out? Uh, and of course, you know, school boards being what they are, they're like, nope, we're not changing this right now. We'll consider it later, but we're not changing this right now. Uh, apparently, at the same school, at least one member of the, the male staff showed up wearing shorts one day. And they're like, you can't wear shorts, go home. So he comes back wearing a skirt as well. <laughs> and I guess they, they changed the policy for employees. Like, fine, you can wear... They have to be full knee length shorts, blah, 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 which I'm fine. I do. I'm, I'm a long shorts guy. I'm not like a, you know, these might as well be pants guy, but I, I'm a shorts to my knee kind of guy. I don't know. But on a similar note, there's actually a group of bus drivers in France who are doing the same thing, who, again, it's, it's all really close. It's all the same weather. They decided, well, they're not going to let us wear shorts. Like we don't have air conditioning on these buses. We're not equipped for that. The weather's not, we don't need air conditioning on the buses. So it's fucking hot. So we're going to wear the skirt because that's part of the, like that's an approved uniform. The female drivers get to wear skirts. We can't wear shorts. So we're going to wear the skirt because it's fucking hot. (laughs) And it's only like, as a have handful of those guys, but it's still just kind of funny that the, the cultural difference that here shorts are an all the time thing and over in Europe, it's basically no. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you, anybody's seen an ACDC video, you know that there are, you know, British schools that allow shorts, but it's, yeah, it's just kind of a crazy thing, that idea of that their uniform policies are so strict that they don't account for weather changes. Like, nope, you, nope, you wear slacks, you wear pants, that's it, no shorts. And I don't wear shorts, typically. Really, it's for me, it's a vacation thing. And it's a, I'm not going to work, I'm not running around in, in my home area, it's uh, usually I'm going to the beach or something. But that's just me. I think it's because I have skinny chicken legs and 
they don't see a lot of sunlight, so they're pale as fuck. But <laughs> I, I only wear, I really only wear shorts to, if I'm, if I'm in a, a swimming capacity, if I'm going, because yeah, chicken legs, it's pale chicken legs. But let's see. Oh yeah. I've got, now I've been talking about the weather all this time and I realized this whole front part of this is going long, but, and that I'm spending so much time on the weather, but I got one more weird weather thing before we get into the weird, before I take my break. Apparently researchers with the U.S. Geological Survey, they were kind of doing some adjusting, you could say. I guess they're like kind of updating records and fixing things and really going into the systems and doing they're they're doing maintenance you could say on on their systems and in their records well somewhere in there while they're doing all this the system kind of glitched and it interpreted the changes they were making in their records to be a current threat and an impending 6.8 earthquake and because this is 2017 Everything is automated. So as soon as the machine pings and has a, oh shit, there's a 6.8 coming our way, it sends out alerts to media outlets and all these things. It basically just sends out like a big panic. It kind of triggers the emergency broadcast system kind of thing. And it pinged all of the media outlets and sent them this, this warning of a 6.8 coming. Well, all of the media outlets also have automated systems so when this alert goes out all the the news stations and the papers and everybody they all get this ping it hits their automated systems where their system automatically flips that around auto formats tweets and articles to just go i didn't realize that those kind of things happen that they had systems that would automatically write a report. But yeah, apparently they get a ping from the, the USGS and immediately it goes ping right up. And like says 6.8 earthquake centered here. Uh, do, you know, coming, you know, mass evacuation, blah, blah, blah. And it, you know, it basically format writes it all up and automatically posts it to their website and automatically starts sending out tweets about warning there's a big earthquake coming. The earthquake in question occurred in 1925. Like I said, they were updating records and doing system maintenance, and it thought that this quake that occurred in, in June of 1925 was coming right now, and everybody lost their shit. Yeah, automated everything because everything is automated. Everything is automated. It's like, ah, and and it's great. It is funny. It's great that there's, that there, all these systems are automated and interconnected so that as soon as they get a, a, a warning, that it goes out to the news outlets and the news outlets, it automatically goes out to everybody. You're following ABC News LA or whatever, that it, it pings them and it automatically, you're getting this warning and you're getting the emergency broadcast thing. And it's so that, you don't have to wait for somebody to write it. You don't have to wait for a person to do that thing that the system automatically does it, which is great from a safety standpoint. From a oops, the computer fucked up standpoint, 
basically the USGS and all the news outlets spent the entire rest of the day uh, doing damage control because they're like, that was an error. There is no earthquake. The earthquake that it's t- that it picked up happened in 1925. I think you're safe now. It was like, but yeah, it was the that was kind of where everyone learned the system. I guess you could say the here's how it works. It goes ping. Our system goes ping. It goes blah, and now we've got 20 warnings out there for a quake that happened 90 years ago. But I just thought that was funny. That was like, wow, one just all because of system maintenance. I think they need to, they need to tweak their systems. But yeah, it was, what was funny was that if you actually look at the warning that was sent out by the system originally, it said that the quake was going to strike or that it was going to happen. I think it said June 29th, 2025. So the systems just took, Hey, we just got a warning. Blam, warning, 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 everybody warning. When had the system been smart enough to look at the date that it read, there wouldn't have been any warnings because it's not going to hit for what fuck eight years. Theoretically, this this oops, we fucked up quake wouldn't have hit for eight more years anyway. So this still shouldn't have been a warning. So I think everybody needs to work on their systems. Uh, hire my brother-in-law. He's a he's a tech guy. He can fix your systems to make you not warn all of California that you're all going to fall into the fucking ocean. Uh, I mean, they're all going to fall into the fucking ocean, but not today. All right. <laughs> That's enough about the weather, I think. It, I, I've gone on way too long about the weather. But like I said, it's it's the fact that the weather has been like this and it's been so much weather news. Like, quite funny weather news. So... I'm going to take my first little break here, and I will be back with some more fun stuff with news about crime. Here's a few reasons why you should be listening to the Unwritable Rant podcast with host Juliet Miranda. She can tell a great story. If you can't play dead, play drunk. And it works, I swear. (laughs) She interviews celebrities that have great stories. If, if we have a cousin that's kind of strange, we don't we don't put him away or tuck him away. We set him on an old dryer out in the front yard with alcohol and let him wave at people. <laughs> right, right. And then you tell your friends about it. And she's tolerant and loves kids. So these kids go running up after the ball, and I stand up and I yell, kids die in the street all the time. So head on over to com and listen to the show. What is the Potter family? Hey guys, it's Rad Dad Chad, Jay Mills, and Lil Man from the Full of Fiber podcast. Hey, this is Bro from the World of Row podcast. Hey, this is Rick from Ice and the Face. This is Eric Mocker from the Mockers podcast. This is Cyanide from the Little Geek Lost podcast. This is Greg from the Sports Dance podcast. Hey, y'all. It's Juliet Miranda from the Unwritable Rant podcast. This is Nick from the Epic Film Guys podcast. This is Paul from the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews podcast. This is Matthew McDonough from the Passersby podcast. This is Adam from Everyone Has a Podcast. This is Gareth from the Open All Powers podcast. This is Nock from the Geek Over podcast. We're Josh and David from the Scotch and Flicks podcast. We are you. Podcasters coming together in a community to help one another grow. So follow us on Twitter at Potter Family and use the hashtag Potter Family in your tweets 
and retweet other people who do the same. Potter and Family, where great podcasts come home. First up, now I, I mentioned before that this heat is kind of frying people's brains. Well, if if you're going to get caught, this guy at least got caught in the coolest way. A shoplifter in Fort Worth, Texas was caught by Batman. <laughs> More accurately, he was caught by a cop dressed as Batman. So, I guess he, this guy got, was shoplifting DVDs at the Walmart, and he goes through, and you're walking out, and you go through the little detectors, and it, and it beeped. Well, it beeps. The greeter's like, hey, can I check your bag, or whatever. He just keeps going. Well, that day, they were having a nice little charity fundraiser thing, and a local police officer who does this sort of thing was there, dressed as Batman. And, well, he's right there when Schmucko decides he wants to blow through and uh, go past security, so he just kind of follows him out to his car. <laughs> and and confronts the dude and whatever, and he's like, yeah, he's like, dude, come on, seriously. I'm like... I'm a cop. <laughs> now let's let's be fair. This this cop also he does all these sort of things. He dresses up as different superheroes and different characters and stuff like that. But it's actually kind of funny because for his Batman outfit, he he's basically Officer Batman because he has a badge and his police shield uh, like incorporated into part of his Batman outfit. So he's like, he, this is Officer Batman. And so Officer Batman confronts the guy out in the car, cuffs him and all this stuff, and, and basically just kind of talks him out. He's like, dude, knock this shit off. You know, come on, seriously. Like, you had to have known there was a cop standing right there. But he, he, he writes him a ticket because it's just a couple of DVDs. The, the funny part of it was that he actually had uh, a copy of Lego Batman. And the guy was like, really? You can't go stealing my movie. <laughs> But yeah, the guys just a you know a few DVDs and all that. But since it was wasn't a ton of stuff, it wasn't a lot of valuable stuff. He just you know wrote him a ticket, called it a day. But the funny, the dude actually asked for a selfie with with Officer Batman when it was over. So that's so at least it it and it's just funny. <laughs> dude got busted by Batman. <laughs> How many guys can say I got busted for shoplifting by Batman? All right. Moving right along. And, and again, fried brain cells. Although technically this happened before the summer. But a, a New Hampshire, uh, the New Hampshire legislature uh, recently had to amend a law that would have basically given pregnant women a loophole to commit murder. Yeah. So there, there's a lot of laws and, you know, whatever your, your particular feelings about the subject of, of abortion and when is a fetus a, a a person and all those sort of things, but yes, they they kind of written their law that defined like say say there's a 
I'm throwing out a situation. It was like spousal abuse or something. Say guys hurt, you know, beating his wife or something. She's pregnant and she loses the baby or you're a drunk driver or say car accident, drunk driver. Cause it's sad enough. A drunk driver is a, is a less harsh, dark situation. It's a drunk driver hits a, a pregnant woman in the car. She loses the baby. The law basically was written to say that if you cause the death of a fetus that is 20 weeks beyond conception, so basically 20 week year old fetus, 20 week year, yeah, 20 week old fetus, <laughs> uh, 20 weeks or more, then that can be construed as murder. It becomes a, like, it's the murder of a fetus. Okay, fine. And it's, it's for those sort of situations where somebody acts in, on the mom and those actions cause the death of the baby, you can be charged with murder. In the law is a loophole against abortions. Because there's some people that would be like, oh yeah, then every abortion would be murder. Like, they didn't want that in there. They're not taking that road. They're going after the people who cause, you know, people who act outside, who basically act on the mom, other than whatever. Well, they put in the little provision and it said that pregnant mothers seeking abortions cannot be charged with murder. What they forgot to put in there was that they can't be charged with the murder of the fetus. It just said they can't be charged with murder. So technically speaking, it's a big technicality, but I'm sure there's a lawyer out there that would have tried to exploit it. Technically speaking, a pregnant woman could go on a fucking murder spree and kill an entire mall full of people and not be charged because the law says pregnant women can't be charged with murder. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that is the mother of all loopholes. Really? <laughs> mother pregnant. <laughs> totally didn't mean that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm just imagining like, pregnant woman just shooting up a fucking mall. Not that it's a funny thing that she's shooting up a mall, but a fact that it's like, hey, 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 pregnant mom here can't do a can't touch me. <laughs> that's, a, oh my God, that's the, that is, that, fuck, that's a loophole. But they, they, they fixed it. They were, and that was kind of the thing is that they had, they went back and realized, oh shit, this is a, theoretically a problem we haven't had this problem yet but it's theoretically a problem we should fix it and so they just went in there's i guess there's kind of a a process for fixing like typos and spelling errors in laws and they basically use that to oops we forgot to put of the fetus there murder of the fetus so now it's fixed now if mom goes on a, a mall shooting spree she will get charged with murder but not if she gets an abortion. So, again, I don't care your perspective on abortion. But, yeah, funny laws. <laughs> Moving right along. CIA contractors hack vending machines for free snacks. Yep. And I'm sure when I said CIA hackers the first time around, you were like, eh, it's the CIA, they're spies, of course there's hackers, duh. Like, nope. These are just a bunch of guys who were like, they were like a tech, they were like tech contractors working for the CIA. Well, 
because they're tech guys, and hey, we're in the CIA, they decided they were going to hack the vending machine payment systems. So they basically went in and disconnected the, the, the like card readers and all that stuff from their network. So they'd go and they say, go, everything's got a card reader now. You can swipe your card at the vending machine or whatever. And it doesn't charge you. Basically, it wasn't connecting to the servers. They just basically, they cut them off. They cut off the payment system so that they could go in and just get fucking free snacks. La, 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 la. It's like giving you a Snickers and a Doritos and Reese's Cups. Because it's totally go together. And, yeah, well, they got away with $3,000 in snacks from hacking the vending machines. Now, really, what are you fucking... What is your job at the CIA that you... And this is over like six months. They got away with three grand in snacks. Hey, how many fucking people are doing this? And how the fuck much did this shit cost at the CIA? Now I know I go to a lot of different buildings and snack prices vary wildly. Some places you go in a, in a 12 ounce can of soda is a quarter. And other places you go in a 12 ounce can is a buck and a quarter. So I understand that, that snack prices vary wildly from location to location, but how the fuck much does a fucking Snickers bar cost at the CIA if they got away with three grand in snacks in six months? Or how big and how many of these fucking guys are getting away with snacks because that's a lot of fucking food. Six months, 30, that's 180, yeah, 180 days. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, give or take. So give or take 180. Let's just round it out. Say 200 days. 200 days. $3,000. That's a lot of snacks. Every day. Fuck. That's what's 60 bucks in snacks a day? Cause I'm can't do math. I don't know. I'm trying to do math in my head live on air. Fuck. That's a lot of fucking, but you're talking about that level of shit. That much. What the hell? I mean, and, and again, what the hell was their job there? I mean, like you're working at the CIA. What, where do you have the time in your job at the CIA? To, uh, to be a hacking vending machines and be eating that goddamn much snack food. Really? Naturally, these people all got fired and it, the article didn't say anything about them all getting and getting any jail time or getting fined or anything. It just said they all got fired. Or it may just be they were able to say, Hey, these guys on this team were responsible, but we don't know who exactly did what and when. So everybody's fired. We can't charge anybody because they're the tech guys. They, they know how to cover their tracks. Something like that. I don't know, but they, they, they got fired. They didn't go to jail. As far as what I could find, they didn't go to jail. But seriously, what the hell? <laughs> really? You so broke. You work for the CIA. I mean, yeah, you're a contractor for the CIA, but you work for the CIA. Do they not pay you? 
that you'll have to go sne- stealing all the snacks. All right. One more crazy crime story. And I... It, I, I, I don't really know how to describe this, so I'm just going to say it. A man is assumed dead after attempting to have sex with a crocodile while on a meth binge. All right, I, I should have pulled up a fucking uh, sound clip for this and just got a, the South Park, Mr. Mac, drugs are bad and clay. Okay, marijuana is bad and clay. Um, fuck, dude, what the fuck? <sighs> so, Australian authorities are looking for a 26-year-old man after his friends said that he was dragged underwater by a crocodile and said he'd been, like, binging, he'd got, just gone on, like, a huge meth binge and went, and apparently this was totally normal for this guy, but he went on a huge meth binge and then they were, I'm assuming it like this wildlife park because it's Australia and there's fucking crocodiles and wildlife parks everywhere. So, yeah. And he's like, oh, look, a crocodile. He fucking jumps on, tries to jump on the crocodile and tries to have sex with the crocodile because, you know, human biology and crocodile biology parts line up. Um, but apparently the crocodile spins around, grabs the guy by his stomach and drags him underwater. Safe to assume he's dead, but they haven't found the body. So, if you know anything about crocodile hunting methods, and there's like, or if you, hell, if you've seen Crocodile Dundee, and you're like, yeah, they drag you underwater, they shove you under a rock, they let you kind of tenderize a bit, and they'll eat you later. So, in all likelihood, this guy's just, he's, well, he's probably been eaten by now. I don't know how, when exactly this happened. But, yeah. Drugs are bad, okay? fucking meth and it's meth who binges on meth fuck meth is fucking crazy i mean come on you're talking about a drug that's made from like prescription medicine and battery acid and 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 cleaning supplies why would you fucking put that in your body i mean i i don't do drugs at all i don't smoke weed i don't contrary to what my doctors think i don't do drugs but i don't understand these like made these do-it-yourself-at-home drug kits, really. <laughs> the the DIY uh, drugs, because, yeah, really, um, you, who the fuck decided it was a good idea to make uh, street drugs out of cleaning supplies and Sudafed? Really? I, I, I don't, again, I don't get drugs, but I understand marijuana and cocaine more even though I'm less cocaine now after I saw a video about how it's made. It's a lot of fucking gasoline to make cocaine. It's another one of those, how did they figure out how to fucking do that? Look at the steps involved in doing this. Like, same thing with, with, with meth and a lot of other drugs. How the f- it's like, weed makes sense. It's a plant. It grows. You harvest it. You dry it. Grind it. You, it it's just, it's plant processing. It's basically the same process for marijuana as it is for tobacco in a, in a similar sense. The process for cocaine is fucking crazy. The process for meth and all these other do-it-yourself drugs are fucking crazy. Too much chemical reaction. Too much shit. I'm, again, I don't do drugs. I don't smoke weed, but I understand weed. 
It's a plant. You smoke it. The end. Drugs shouldn't have petrochemicals in them. I just don't understand that. I, that's, that's beyond me. But, if, if a drug makes you want to have sex with a crocodile, perhaps his friends should have, I don't know, stopped him. I don't know. That's just kind of my thing. Um, drugs are bad. Uh, drugs with, with petrochemicals in them are really bad. Drugs that make you fuck a crocodile are especially bad. Especially when the crocodile was not, uh, cooperative. Alright. Getting away from crime. I, I, if you follow the Facebook group, which I have recently renamed, but I have a Facebook group. I don't talk about the Facebook group. Because I'm bad at, at self-promotion. But I... There's a Facebook group. The... the What's recently renamed the Twisted Children of the Odd Dad Out. Because I needed a better name than the shit it was. But I, I shared a picture for this woman. This week's Jackass of the Week goes to a white German woman by the name... The model by the name of Martina Adams, or professionally Martina Big, who is now, how do I put this, black, <laughs> big fat air quotes, black, due to chemical tanning. And I didn't know chemical tanning was a thing. You know, when I read chemical tanning, I think that it's one of those people that, that uses way too much spray tan. Or too much time in a tanning bed and certain things to make it enhance it or whatever. No. This is a woman who... She... Well, she got shots. Um, she got, like, melanin shots to enhance her natural skin pigment. It went from, a, hey, I, I don't tan well to, so, hey, Doc, can you give me something to help me tan better, to, hey, I'm just going to make you darker from the inside out. That's what happened. And I've got the picture of her posted up on, on in the Facebook group, and on, of course, in the show notes at odddadout.blogspot.com, but I'm, I'm going to say, she wasn't, she was unattractive. And, and now she's kind of, what the fuck? Because again, German, very super white, super, super white, super, super blonde hair. You know, this woman actually was already kind of, big air quotes again, famous because she just had ginormous uh, breast implants. I think the last thing, I, I think I saw a thing where she was bragging about getting another 250 cc's. And again, if you see the pictures, just what's the fuck, woman? Now, and there's, I've got, it's a before, a post-op, and then a black, <laughs> air quotes. But I could, I mean, she wasn't unattractive. And yeah, I'm not a, I'm, I'm a weird guy. I'm not a fan of those just ridiculously huge breast implants. 
yeah, you gotta fit the body. But in her case, it worked fine. She looked good fine. Now, she's got what looks like a couple of beach balls, and I don't mean that as a joke. It literally looks like a pair of beach balls with her natural, super blonde German hair, and her skin is so dark, it looks like, was it that Soul Man? Was that movie in the 80s where that that kid... There's like, oh, they got in so much trouble for that fucking movie where they had a white kid who became black for I forget what the fuck reason. That's what she looks like. Because still the same white chick, except her skin is just fucking dark. She is, she has the skin pigmentation of a legitimate African-American person, except she's still got pink, like white German girl lips and super blonde hair. And she's apparently, I guess she just likes being dark, but she kind of, she says she doesn't want to be African American. She doesn't, it's like, I'm not changing my race. I just like being dark. Like, um, what? (laughs) And she's apparently looking into getting, she likes looking like a black person. That's her thing. She likes, and I I think this woman has, what's it, body dysmorphia? She's, I mean, she went, she spent $60,000 on cosmetic surgery before getting turned black. And I keep saying black. I'm saying black because this is not an African-American woman by what? She's not American shit. This is a straight up just German woman. She's black. (laughs) And that's, that's, that's basically it. You know, that's the defining difference. There's Africans, African-Americans. Because those are two fucking different things. I don't care who the fuck you say. Guess what? If you're a black guy in Europe, you're not African-American because you're not American. And they don't like that term either. <laughs> it's a black, it's a black Englishman. But she's, she's turned black. Or incredibly dark brown. Well, she apparently just likes looking like that. She likes the look of black women. So she is gotten the dark skin and now she's looking at getting like natural like afro curl hair extensions and having because she hasn't had enough surgery already having a cosmetic surgery done on her face to give her more uh black features like so you were a a a skinny smallish chested not small but smallish chested white girl and now you want to become a black girl with uh, beach balls on your chest that's basically what she's going for and it just looks horrendous her i mean never mind the general man this is kind of offensive but you look at her and you just think her look is offensive because she looks she looks like she's painted she looks like she's painted because she's got all white features. This is like the most extreme form of blackface I've ever seen. She's got all white features. Inclu- Again, with like, you know, black people, the exterior skin pigmentation is dark. Not hers. She's got big ass pink lips. She looks like a fucking monkey or something. Like literally like a monkey. How chimps have big bright pink lips. That's what she fucking looks like. I mean, check out the pictures, but it's, yeah, 
at least when she was a, a a blonde white girl with with beach balls strapped to her chest, she looked good. She was pretty. Now she's just kind of a monster. She's just kind. Of, she went from a a pretty plastic doll to a what the fuck happened to you? This is what happens when you leave the Barbie dolls in the oven. You be, you get her. That's what happened. All right. But I think she absolutely is fitting of the title of Jackass of the Week. Well, I'm going to take one more quick break and I will be back with this week's featured show, The Crazy Town Podcast. What's happening with the mole man? What, what's happening to the new man? What's happening with the mole man? I don't know the song about the new man. Hey, it's the new man. If you're looking for a new podcast to check out, why not check out what's happening with the new man? With the crazy bad scientist from Australia talking about all sorts of things from gardening to cooking to life at home with your kids, what's happening with the new man podcast is the one for you. Check it out now. It's on iTunes, What's Happening with the New Man, also on Podbeam, and all your social media pipes. Make sure you press the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You don't want to miss this hilarious podcast from Australia, What's Happening with the New Man. Hey there, podcast fans. I'm Matt. I'm Joe. And I'm Becky. And every Tuesday, we're getting goofy and geeking out on pre-recorded live. We talk nerdy news, movies, comics, and TV, video games, music, and potpourri. Wait, what? Potpourri? Pine cones and dried wood chips and dried flowers and stuff? No, like, you know, whatever. So I could have just said whatever? I think that's better. Okay, so let's say video games, music, and whatever. So check us out online at prereclive.wix.com backslash podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcasting app. Don't worry, guys. I'll let that poopery part out. Terrific. Hey, guys. It's Joe here from Pre-Recorded Live. Ever notice that we're always using the hashtag Potter Family for all of our stuff that has hashtags? Potter Family is the community of podcasts that support each other and promote each other. And here's the cool part. Now you listeners can search for hashtag Potter Family and connect to hundreds of podcasts. There's so many, you are guaranteed to find something that you like. Or if you don't want to do the searching yourself, you can follow at Potter Family on Twitter and let them retweet the shows to you. So what are you waiting for? Go out and find some podcasts to listen to. Recommended listening. Okay, so normally I have a clip. I don't have a clip. Uh, it's, it's a relatively new show. He's only around uh, like episode 15, 16 right now. But... I was actually turned on to the Crazy Town podcast by the host. He actually reached out to me, just kind of citing the comparisons of the show. He does, I do a lot of weird news stuff. He does a lot of weird news stuff, but he, he doesn't, he takes it from a very different perspective. Whereas I'm, I'm pulling relatively recent stories. He's digging back into historical shit too. I mean, some of it might be, he might have a new story or, Hey, did you hear about this thing? He's digging back. He, he will pull out news stories and weird shit from the past, but his is generally weird shit. He's not really bound by my kind of intent of current weird shit. I mean, he did an entire episode about, fuck, it was this woman with 
trying to teach dolphins to speak human English, and there was a bit about LSD and bestiality, and it got all sorts of fucking crazy. And, yeah, it was just a case of, you think it's bad now, just wait a minute. Like, how many steps into hell can we go with this story? Or he didn't, for his 13th episode, he did uh, all things about bad luck. And it was kind of, it was kind of fun. And he's got some, he'll have different guests come in. Sometimes he's by himself, like I am. Or he has, I think his, he just needs to make TNT Dynamite his permanent guest, or permanent co-host. Because, I mean, the way he kind of does it with a guest host is, is almost like just inviting an audience into the show. And it, because we're, he, he has the stories. He has what, here's what we're going to talk about. The, the guest, which every episode I've listened to, the guest has always been TNT Dynamite, who, he's just damn funny. I'll give it to him. He's got a YouTube channel and all this stuff, but he comes on and he basically is there to react and create conversation. And he's hilarious, but it's, it's, it's basically Jonas telling the stories and going through the news story and going through the stories of this weird shit and just how much can I freak out uh, TNT Dynamite? <laughs> really? Uh, because he has no clue. He does not know what's coming at him when the sh- when they start rolling. So it's just a, hey, it's like, so, you think that was crazy? How about this? And he's like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> I mean, with the dolphins, with the dolphin story, he was like, if she starts fucking the dolphins, I'm gone. I'm hanging up. I'm out of here. <laughs> because he's just like oh it's gonna get worse (laughs) but yeah it i i do like the dynamic they have because it's not a they both read it and oh yeah man that was fucked up i thought that was fucked up too it's wait for it (laughs) like i got some crazy shit for you dude and so it's 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 a fun dynamic they have and and he's been on the show so many times at this point i i think he just needs to become a regular co-host but he actually did reach out to me to look about into me joining him on the show in the future so i think that'll be fun thing to do so if it if it comes about definitely i will i will let you know because it's definitely a show that's right up my alley (laughs) obviously but yeah you should check it out If, if you're digging this show and you like the news and the stuff i do then you should absolutely check out uh, the Crazy Town podcast at thecrazytown.com. But that is going to do it for me for this week. Thank you so much for making it this far into the show. Remember, you can get all the links to all of the stories I talked about and some pictures of that crazy wannabe black chick at odddadout.blogspot.com. Click on the links right up there to subscribe in Apple Podcast or Google Play, whatever you use. And do me a favor and leave me a review. Five stars would be great, but I want honesty. And if you hate it, tell me so I can fix it. I can't fix what you don't tell me is broken. Of course, I'm at Odd Dad Out on Facebook, Twitter, and Gmail. Because everybody uses Gmail. And if you want more of me, because who doesn't want more of me, you can check out 
the Facebook group, the Twisted Children of the Odd Dad Out. I'll be putting up some other stories, stuff that maybe didn't make the cut, and give you little previews to what's coming up in the in in future shows. And I don't know what else. I'll see what else I'm gonna do. I, maybe I'll consider doing some like Facebook Live stuff. I don't know. I keep talking about it. I just don't think I'm that photogenic. But thank you once again. And until next week, I am still Adam Higgins, the odd dad out. Thank you and good night.